0: Here we go, I guess. Hey, Becky. Hey. Uh, Tough conversation. I'll just start by saying thank you. Uh, I want to let you know that um, it's been a privilege working with you. Um, and I really appreciate the foundation that you built for the studio um, we've been working on what the organization looks like moving forward we have had to make some tough decisions and, and specifically the studio it means um, shrinking our, our team yep. um, so, so because of that your role Uh, will be eliminated in this new structure um, as of today. (laughs) That is the utterly cringeworthy account of me getting shit-canned. I feel like I sound a little upset there, but to be very honest, what I actually felt in that moment when I pulled up the Zoom to see HR in my one-on-one was an overwhelming sense of relief. I just thought, oh, thank God, I don't have to do this anymore. And let's clarify, getting laid off, it isn't exactly the same as being fired or shit can't. I think the key distinction is that to be laid off or let go without a real good reason, that means you are qualified for unemployment and some companies may even throw you a severance. So being laid off, it's better than getting fired and left with nothing. And it's also arguably better than rage quitting. Because, again, then you get nothing financial. However, I do imagine you get some sense of vindication and temporary emotional satisfaction. But to get laid off, even though it's a better exit strategy, financially speaking, even when you're thrilled to leave as I was, it still sucks. As Americans, for better or worse, we tie so much of who we are to our work. And so to lose that part of your identity, it can send you into a bit of a tailspin. It's also financially stressful, obviously. And of course, again, because America, your healthcare situation is messed up. So that sucks too. The whole thing, it sucks. But it's kind of complicated because it's also a time to reflect and reevaluate your relationship to work and what you want. It's a time primed for reinvention. And for me, like so many people suffering from burnout, I needed that reevaluation. I think that's why I felt so relieved in the moment that I knew it was over. But let's be clear, I used to love my job. I worked at a mission-driven company that really helped people. I knew that. But as the company grew, the culture changed and for me it just it wasn't a fit anymore. Shortly after getting laid off, I went on a podcast to talk about burnout. Here's what I had to say about how working there made me feel. <laughs> The environment for me was really toxic. And um, I think over time I was becoming somebody that I didn't like. <laughs> I felt really defensive all the time. Everything felt mm. like a battle. And I think that that led into my life outside of work. It's just like either I was exhausted from fighting all day, but I just was like frustrated. It, it just sort of like it fed into, I think, things outside of my work life as well. So there I was, locked out of my MacBook after a Zoom call, relieved to be out, but not really sure where I was headed, although I was, dare I say, optimistic. Once I got over the sting of being evicted from my job, yes, even though I was very unhappy, it's still a kick to the old ego, but a week's worth of happy hours tempered the sting and then I was actually sort of excited. This was the height of the great resignation. Loads of people were getting new jobs. A new report shows 40% of workers are considering leaving their jobs. In the, the U.S. Nation. added 528,000 jobs last added month. Added 428,000 jobs last we month. More That's than 11 million job openings nationwide. And the unemployment rate dropped to 3.5%. But somewhat slowly, and then suddenly, all at once, things changed. From the great resignation to the great termination. What goes up must come down. Tech's supercharged trajectory of growth, record stock highs, and aggressive hiring during the pandemic now in a downturn. From plummeting tech stock valuations to an accelerating wave of layoffs and hiring freezes across the industry, the belt tightening in tech is sending ripples through the public markets. And now I am many months into being laid off. And that initial optimism, well, it's fading. So getting laid off is hard for so many reasons, and those reasons are going to look different for everyone. For me, in the last six months, I have had over 50 interviews, and just in case I did not enunciate, I'll clarify. That's five zero, not 1-5. I've been a finalist for position six times, and I always finish runner-up. My self-doubt is flourishing. It's not a great place to be. All that rejection it just pokes that little bruise on my ego that I sustained when I got let go in the first place. And I've been laid off before. This is not my first rodeo. But last time, I was earlier in my career. The economy was different. Things moved more quickly. So I've been a bit surprised by how challenging this time around has been, not just in finding a job, but the toll it's taking emotionally. It's been a bit of a roller coaster, or more like riding a roller coaster in the dark. One where you don't know when the ups and downs are coming and an unexpected sharp right turn sends your body reeling from the force of it all and slamming into the person next to you. It just, it feels like I'm not in control. Sometimes it's really hard. But some days it's kind of fun. Like, sometimes I feel alive in a world full of opportunity, embracing my inner lady of leisure. And some days, I binge watch Schitt's Creek for eight hours and then drink a White Claw for dinner. It's just a long string of very bad luck. And I don't know what kind of carnage I inflicted in a past life to deserve it. I must have been Dracula or a spin instructor. Believe it or not, though, having a white claw for dinner, that was not my breaking point. No, for me, it was interview number 47 that was my breaking point. It was a curveball, a line of questions from a hiring manager that left me feeling belittled, badgered, and just deeply, deeply despairing. Obviously, I don't want to work for an asshole that makes me feel that way, so I wasn't particularly bothered by the rejection, but the whole experience, and I don't know, maybe the volume of rejection up until that point, it just sent me into a spiral, wondering if I had any value to offer anyone, if I'd ever be employed again. So I went to Glassdoor, just to make sure and validate my position, that I didn't want to work for that company. And under the interview reviews, I found, well, I was in good company. They were a bit rude. I actually made an account just to write about how bad this experience was. Honestly, one of the worst, if not the worst, interviews I have ever partaken in. They try and trick you to see how you deal with it. The lady interviewing me was grotesquely condescending and rude. Stay away. So I low-key wished I'd read those before my interview. (laughs) But I found a strange comfort in the misery of others. Thank you for that. I felt validated. It's not me. It's you! But what I came to realize after this terrible interview is that ultimately, like, along the way on the journey to finding a new job, I've just gotten kind of lost. And I've let the rejection overtake my confidence. I used to show up to interviews very confident that I had a lot to offer. And honestly, my goal was just finding out if the role was right for me and, frankly, what did they have to offer. And then somewhere along the way, I don't know, I just started feeling desperate And that was making it not just harder to find a job, but harder to find those good days, the ones where the inner lady of leisure was celebrating this time. I want to be that optimistic world is my oyster person that embarked on this journey so long ago. Listen to how excited I sound back in the beginning on this podcast about burnout, back when I would had about five interviews, I'd actually even turned down a job offer. (laughs) Like, I, I just, I feel really, really excited about... Um, where I go from here. And I feel really, really excited for the interviews I have. Really, really excited. I want to feel really, really excited again. I mean, honestly, I would satisfy for just really excited or maybe even excited. So to find my way back to that version of myself, I am connecting with people who've been there, getting to know how they survived and sometimes thrived while being laid off. I think not enough people talk openly about what it is really like to be laid off. Because when you are laid off, you're trying to control your brand and your story. And sometimes that just, it gets in the way of conversations you really need to have, which is sometimes just to say, this sucks. You close the laptop and that's it. Your, your job is gone. Recognizing that I am not the only one that is going through this, and I'm no more or less of a person based on my job status. That made a big difference of, you know what, I'm okay. Because I'm running out of money and I know I need a job. I can't just be a deadbeat for like two years. I play basketball and I love doing it just because when you're playing basketball, you're thinking about playing basketball and not about, you know, where your next job is. Despite what you might be reading in the jobs report, there are a lot of people getting laid off these days. And the job market isn't exactly what it used to be. So if you've been laid off recently, please know that I feel you. If you're on that spiral of self-doubt and you just need some real talk, join us in these conversations. Find a little comfort in some company. You might even pick up a bit of wisdom or advice, commiserate if needed, and maybe even find a little humor along the way. Next up, we're going to hear from my friend Jamie on how after a year of being laid off and enduring consistent rejection, she finally found her dream job. I, I started doing this manifestation program but the messaging really really resonated with me because I can go pretty woo woo but like deep down I am one of the most practical grounded people in the world like like I can go pretty mystical but it's got to actually make sense so finally I was like fuck it I'm going to write down exactly what I want I knew I wanted another federal government job at an exact salary at an exact level at an exact position and I wanted full time work from home find out if it works on the next episode of lay off me subscribe to lay off me wherever you get your podcasts and if you are laid off or you have been, and you have advice for me, you want to tell your story, you can find me at layoffmepod.com.